0: So, one of the things that I love to do is to listen to music. So, if I'm in a space, and if over time I realize that somebody has that interest as well, I find that somehow I gravitate towards them. Welcome to Make It Last Podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, with other people. I'm Noreen Daly, and in my other life, some of you would already know this, if you're just, like this is about your first time, episode. I'm an educator in my other life and at the institution where I work I have over time I've seen student choirs come, student choirs go. One of the student choirs that for whatever reason they, they have a secret even in COVID they had choir members. Shahai used to be a Yahweh, it, I think way back in the day, it was like the junior church choir, and it has come a long way. This young man, Giovanni Brown, was the director for Shai for a good portion of his university career, well, tenure. So I think he's more than qualified to speak on an issue of music and its impact on relationships. Welcome, Giovanni.
1: Thank you so much, Madam Daly. It's my pleasure once again to be here.
0: Now, I find that if nothing else, music has a way of connecting people, has a way of even sometimes cause a disconnect. <laughs> For you, when you think of music and its impact, do you think more in terms of the positive side or of the negative side? And if so, why?
1: Oh, definitely the positive side. Okay. Because I am a person that, I'm a positive person, okay. one. But I'm also minded towards the upliftment of people. I'm somebody that tries to, by my very presence, mm-hmm. cause persons to rise to higher levels of living. So I don't really, I don't, I, to be honest with you, I don't really recognize the negative side of it too much. And the, the positive side is definitely my, my forte.
0: Let me tell you why I ask that, because more often than not, especially in Jamaican society, it's highlighted that how our young people are listening to a particular, I'm not going to name it, a particular type of music, and it's having an impact on Mm -hmm. them, and a lot of people are saying a lot of the ills that we're now having is because of the kind of music. Now, what kind of music do you listen to, and how has that impacted you and your relationships?
1: So, I am an 80s, 90s baby, to be honest with you. I wasn't born then but I'm not telling you when I was born but I wasn't born then mm-hmm. but that period of time just has a resonance in my heart that I don't I, I just don't get it anywhere else um, but I, I definitely listen to gospel music um, to Christian worship music mm-hmm. get a vocal band to I mean those the gospel because mm-hmm. I'm a Christian first mm-hmm. um, follower of Jesus for sure. But in terms of my secular preferences, mm-hmm. yeah, man, those would be Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey kind of era, Celine Dion. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Do you, for somebody who will listen and will watch this, and sometimes when they're in a, for want of a be better word, a dark mental. What kind of music, and and if they're going to say, you know, Gia, I'm not quite there in terms of the gospel music, what kind of music would you then say to them, listen to this, because it might then help you to get out of that? Mm,
1: That's a very important question. I saw this Instagram post, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, the the girl was essentially saying, if you don't want to hear about Jesus, don't ask me, because I'm going to talk about Jesus. (laughs) You You ever seen that before? But it's essentially that... I don't know how to get out of depression without Jesus in it. Okay. I don't really have an answer for it. Okay. I genuinely don't have one. I'm not depressed. I don't experience mm-hmm. those things, mm-hmm. and I attribute that to my relationship with God. Okay. So if I'm supposed to like love you genuinely and tell you the truth about how I can, o- how I have, I guess, overcome some of those things, mm-hmm. I would be dishonest if I was not supposed to include Jesus in that. I'd be, I'd be giving you like, you know, like breadcrumbs when I have a five-course meal eating for myself. That would be very selfish. So, I mean, though I don't desire to force or push Jesus on anybody, for sure, mm-hmm. I think that I have a, an obligation to them to be truthful and honest. Mm-hmm. To say that, boy, this peace thing, the joy that I have, the fulfillment that I have, that comes from my relationship with Jesus. And I don't really have another genuine response for it. <laughs> so if you want those things, I'm sorry.
0: They're, 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 well, more often than not, we will tell young people, or just people in general, guard the very avenues of your soul. I'm forgetting where which that came from. <laughs> and I know somebody's going to say, but shame on you, you should know where. No, no, but it came from somewhere. It came from somewhere. What is your bit of advice, bit of encouragement, just the people in general, not necessarily young people, mm-hmm. in terms of what the kind of music that, that you know they, they ingest regularly?
1: You do not become who you want to become. You become what you behold who you are actually is a reflection of what you take in. If you ever hear the term, you are what you eat, that's true. That's very true. Um. So just just take into consideration the fact that you want to take in the things who you truly want to be. So you don't want to be taking in things that you would not be happy to represent personally. And you, you'd you be taking that regularly, assuming that it's going to have no effect on you. I'm sorry. That's a lie. That's not true. It does have an effect on you. And the only thing that you have to guard is what you let in. Because the human heart, like every other, is very frail on its own. It's not something that we have a. We don't have strength to overcome bad things or sin. That's not. That's not. A, that's not a strength that we have. Mm-hmm. So recognizing that, hey, you're not that strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not that powerful, mm-hmm. and you want to take in the things that build you, and grow you, and transform you into the person that you really want to be, and not something else.
0: I. I. <laughs> we I'm gonna have you think about it while we take a break, but do you then think that there's some genres of music then that are bad for you? You're gonna unpack that in a minute when we just pause, I'm take I'm a sorry break. No, no I'm we're gonna me. we're gonna take a break. <laughs> I got a word from our partners. We'll be right back.
1: You can't live your best life without a healthy immune system. Boost your immune system the delicious way with Zappy's Organic Juices and Punches. Made from local produce with zero added sugar, our juices cleanse and revitalize your body as they boost your natural immunity. Try our delicious flavors, Beat It, Berry Bomb, Get Fresh, Ton Up, and Island Splash. Find us on Instagram at Zappy's Organics or call or send a WhatsApp message at one 779 8910 to order today. That's one 779 8910 Zappi's Organic Juices and Punches. Live your best life today.
0: Does your business lack like branding having difficulty realizing your vision? Look no further. Splint Brand Design Consultancy Specializes in developing personal and business brands. Services include strategic management, website creation, social media branding, and more. Visit them online at www.wearsplint.com. Splint—the brand you need to succeed.
1: Hi everyone, Delmas Brown here, national debating champion 2017, also graduate of Northern Caribbean University. Governor General awardee for Excellence 2018 and also international researcher, international debater, among other things. Now, the reason behind this video is to introduce you to the world's best communications coach who has made all of these kinds of accomplishments possible. Now, for four years, I had the opportunity or privilege rather to be coached by Noreen Daly, a communications speech specialist who has done a very phenomenal job at ensuring that I no longer use unnecessary filler vocabulary and who has also taught me the essence of communicating. Nareen Daly, redefining the way
0: you communicate. Alright, welcome back. So, just before the break, I was Basically, you as if you me. think that any particular genre, if if it be classified as bad music, you. and let me give you a context. Recently, I was watching what I thought was quite disturbing, and I'll say why. I really f- feel I live in a society where there's double standard. Now, I love soca, but I think that sometimes some kind of music create a certain kind of behavior that I don't necessarily think needs to be needs to be for national consumption. So you're showing showing clips of the females, mm-hmm. literally, I won't even say half naked because they basically barely covered their private areas. Now, I love soca, so I don't want anybody to think that I'm bashing soccer. But do you think sometimes it is not so much the music itself but maybe the impact it can have on people and maybe create certain undesirable behaviors?
1: That's a very loaded question. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is, do I believe that there is any genre mm-hmm. that is bad, bad. Mm-hmm. inherently? Mm-hmm. My answer to that is you would have to be able to show me which genre is good inherently okay, or which genre could not be. I mean, so I, I think that as a musician, mm-hmm. as a music producer, mm-hmm. as somebody who understands the instruments and time and how they mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. together and mm-hmm. differences between genres, I don't think it would be fair to say something like that, and I also don't know that it would be biblical to say something like that either, okay. because there is no biblical genre. Okay. You can fair read the Bible from back to front, fair enough. But you're not going to find that. You're not going to find classical music there. You're going to find you know timbrels and harps and stringing instruments and drums and mm. David dance to them. So the, the challenge cannot be music that compels persons to dance. Because, as we can see mm-hmm. from the Bible, that's there. And that's not frowned upon by God, as far as I could observe. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other matter of the music, creating mm-hmm. negative effects on other persons. Mm-hmm. The USM debate had a very interesting <laughs> spin on that. And th- those guys that presented showed me very, very, very profoundly mm-hmm. that they... Matter of the music is not the heart of the problem. But the problem is a matter of the heart. And the music, while there is music that influences people negatively, no doubt, no joke, and that's no fluke. It's not supposed to be, you know, just thrown to the side. However, your consumption and response to that in my view, is of a more, is of a greater function of your heart and level of I guess, spirituality than it is a function of the very music. Because the music exists and I don't touch it. I don't deal with it. Mm -hmm. If I happen to hear it, I'm not doing that. If if you understand what I'm saying. So, I think that the problem fundamentally, it's not music, but it's really the heart of humankind. It's really a matter of our tendency towards evil and towards bad things, towards things that are not best for us, and that kind of a thing. I think that's really the heart of the issue.
0: As as we're wrapping up, Giovanni, what then, I mean, you've said a lot, what then for you would be your last bit of advice to anybody who will listen and will watch this in regards to Music and, you know, its impact on relationships, whether positive or negative. What's the one bit of advice you'd say? Hey, if you've got nothing else, this is it.
1: Music influences you positively and it also influences you negatively. And the things that you become are as a result of the things you take in. The things you become are as a result of the things you behold. And so my encouragement is to take in the things that embody the kind of person who you really want to be and don't take in the things that embody the kind of person that you don't want to be. Um, I mean, I know everybody here is not Christian, but my encouragement would be to take in the things which are good, noble, just, um, praiseworthy, Think on these things, and you have some really wonderful love songs out there. And I'm not I'm not trying to tell anybody that you must go and listen to him now, songs mm-hmm. and that kind of a thing. You have some beautiful songs that are non-gospel, that are non-Christian, that, in my view, are healthful to the life of even the Christian believer. And that's the that's the position of the church that I that I am a part of, the Seventh-day Adventist Church. If you read our philosophy on music, it says it very clearly. We are not Saying that people should only listen to sacred music or non secular, but that regardless of what you take in, let it be good, let it be positive for you, let it be things that uplift and not cause you to go, you know, down the path that Jesus wouldn't want you to go.
0: And to set us on that path, we're gonna just end the show a little differently this time around because recently, yes. in another space, you sang. Because usually he's conducting. We don't usually see him singing a lot. But he wrote a song recently that he's going to just, he had no idea we're going to do this. <laughs> so he's, he's going to just show us just how professional he is to just sing. On a whim, and that's how we're going to end the show. This was Making It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, with other people. Giovanni Brown. I believe the song is called The Greatest Love mm-hmm. of All. A little bit about the song. And just give us a little bit
1: of the song. So, under the quiet, I've been writing songs for about three years now. Um, over 4,000 voice notes of just melodies, <laughs> of just different lyric ideas that could come together to make songs for this musical from the Bible that I'm making. Um, and uh, when I was at the campery, the Inter-American Division campery, over 10,000 people were there. And I, was, I got up in the morning, recognized that it was Good Friday. And there was this little idea that was bugging me for some time. And I was saying, whoa, probably this is the best time to do this song, you know, tonight. Now, even though I just said that's a casual, you know, that's not a casual thing. <laughs> so we, the song wasn't finished, for sure. The arrangements were not made. There was no instrumentation. There was no approval, mm-hmm. and the program for the campari is things that I'm months in advance. People from 52 countries call them, come all over the world. They're not putting together the program on the day. Uh, so when I said to myself that boy, I feel like this is the right time for that. This is a really madman kind of idea. Um, so I set off in the day. I prayed, and as I said, "God, it this is Your will. Let everything work out." And I went off into the day over the course of the day the song came together and it was finished by about 2 o'clock and I was pursuing the approvals um, you know checking with my youth director checking with my president mm-hmm. and I mean they, those guys are such G's on that man Pastor Everett Brown Pastor Dwayne Scott Pastor Al Powell who's the youth director for IAD they were really kind and they gave us the approval and Leon French who found a way to fit it in the program there And we got there to sing in it. And I'm just going to share the chorus of it with you. And I'm also going to let you know that we're going to produce a studio version. And I'm inviting persons from anywhere. If you like this song and you can't find yourself wherever we're going to record it, come. Because we want to involve persons in the actual recording in this very big choir. It's just going to be like a big choir singing the chorus. The greatest love of all. He paid the greatest cost He gave his only son The greatest love of all The greatest love of all That's the chorus, That's, it's very simple But when we were finished with it And when we were singing it it's the first time the person it, but so many persons around the stadium were so immersed in the song, and I was like, "Wow, oh, God is so good, man!" And I really hope that it can be a just a just a gift to so many people all over the place.